Welcome to Two Shot Tuesday with Jason and Barry. It's another busy show as we review Leprechaun 2, order a drink using only adjectives, and talk about our most useless talent. Enjoy. Welcome to Two Shot Tuesday. It is another episode with Jason Riley and Barry T. Nixon here to talk about all of the topics that you care about and that we care about. And we distill it for you and we hand it off to you in an easy to care for package that you can take just about anywhere because it's waterproof and it's a heat resistant. <laughs> well, okay. That is, that's a lot of detail. That's great. Yeah, that's the service we provide. You know, and we're only too happy. I, uh, I, I can see you're excited about tonight. I can just tell there's extra There's a lot excitement. going on. Yeah. There's a lot going on tonight, Jay. And I also have a, a laundry list of issues that we need to get through. So okay, I hope our then... listeners are well-fed and well-rested because you're going to need every ounce of energy because uh, we don't want your attention to be divided at all for the next little bit you're with yes. us and one of those items is a lukewarm horror movie review right that we're the march yeah, we're gonna, to halloween yes we are definitely right, going to touch yeah. on uh the continuing adventures of the troublesome leprechaun and i let me just say i i made it uh, okay i made two passes at leprechaun four in space jay four, mm-hmm. i made two attempts Okay. Uh, I couldn't do it. It was just, it's so incredibly cheap. The look of it, it looks like something, it looks like a, a Nintendo 64 game. It just looks insanely inexpensive. And okay. maybe that shouldn't matter too much, but it took me completely out of it. I will say one highlight though. Oh, uh, okay. We're, actress Jessica Collins. Do you know who this is? Is it Joan Collins' daughter? I don't know. She um, might be the, even the daughter of Tom Collins, you know, the guy who invented that drink that everyone likes, you know? <laughs> Named um, it after himself. <laughs> exactly. Jessica Collins, uh, I, I recognized her because she pops up every now and again as a TV reporter on my favorite show, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. She plays uh, Jackie DiNardo. She's better in that than she is in Leprechaun 4. Well, it was just nice to see her in this movie. I was <laughs> okay. like, oh, that's the one bright spot. I remember this character yeah. popping up in Always Sunny. But yeah, other than that, Jay, like I said, I made two attempts. I did not complete Leprechaun 4 in space. Okay, well, you're getting ahead now because I haven't gotten to that one yet. But it's Leprechaun 2 we're going to dive deep on today. But I am now really <laughs> not looking forward to Leprechaun okay. 4. All right, so tell me about Leprechaun 2, what your thoughts were. And okay, how also, it kind of... yeah, not so good. So this movie was the last of the Leprechauns to be released in theaters. I researched that. After that, it became a direct-to-DVD um, initiative. So okay. ni- 1995, I think it came out. So two years after the first, uh, I noted it was not the same writer-director as the first one. He was oh. a producer on it. This was a different, uh, different group. But I did spot, again, just like last time, three actors that I have seen work kind of in that era that uh, were part of the show. Did you recognize any actors from Leprechaun 2? Do you remember it you've you've, you've uh, kind of been in the leprechaun swamp now with deep- i have and i gotta be honest with you a lot of these things are starting to blend together my most recent memory is that of leprechaun four in space okay. i know this doesn't help this conversation whatsoever uh but i remember the beginning of leprechaun two where he's in like the 17th century right mm-hmm. like the whole angle of part two is he's looking for a bride yeah. Uh, which spoiler alert, that is also uh, what he's looking for in space when he okay. materializes on an alien world. Well, out of nowhere, we don't know why he's there. He just sort of turns up. Yeah. And I kind of like that he gets a bride. He can only get one crack at it every thousand years. Yeah. And then the way that they can 
thwart that. He has to get her to sneeze three times, but then that's if somebody right. says, bless you, that's it. He's done for a thousand years. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's and, why he's so grumpy. I mean, the guy can't seem to find any law. That's a long period of time between, you know, some intimacy, potential yeah. intimacy. No, no he, wonder he's so crusty. Uh, spoiler. But so let me tell you the three <laughs> actors that I noticed yes, please. from, from it. Um, the main one that I noted was Uncle Morty, who was the guy, he was the shyster and he was the kid's uncle and he owned the tour bus car that yep. would go around. He yep. was in Seinfeld. He played Jack Klompus, the guy with the astronaut pen. Take the pen. Yes. Take the pen. Yes. So that I was love him. Jack Klompus. Jack Klompus. So that was Morty. That was Uncle Morty in uh, right. Leprechaun 2. Michael McDonald, who is from Mad TV. He played the coffee shop guy. I also know him from Seinfeld more than Mad TV. He played when Jerry was out with um, Kathy Griffith, had her wig master, and he went out <laughs> for champagne coolies with the wig master. That's right. And this guy played the 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 uh, waiter, and he asked um, the guy Jerry was without, and Jerry's like, "What? We're out on it? You don't think? Couldn't we be out on a date? You're asking him out in front of me?" And then the guy's like, "Yeah, I didn't think we're- you were gay." Yeah, we're sitting here drinking champagne coolies. Coolies. Even made that example. He's like, "What what are you talking about?" That was with the Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yes, exactly. Part as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was one. And then the third one was Ron Howard's brother, Clint Howard. You you've seen him pop up in all kinds of things around that time. He was one of the guys that was in the tour bus. Okay. Wow, that's a good eye, Jay. Yeah, that's three. That's another three that I got because I got three from the first one and three from this one. We'll see as that drops off, as they go direct to DVD. <laughs> That's true. Oh, there was another whiskey bit. Did you see the whiskey bit? He was drinking, he he came back in present day. Yes. And the first thing he did was he took a swig of Canadian whiskey because the homeless oh. guy had Canadian whiskey. He had Canadian whiskey, cool. Yeah, it said on it, Canadian whiskey on the bottle. And then the guy, and then the leprechaun drank it all and then went like, oh, the only good whiskey is from Ireland. Oh, nice. was a funny bit, but then I also thought, well, it's been a thousand years, so Canada wasn't really around. Uh, no, we where... were still British at the time, I think, yeah. or not even. So it was funny that he knew Canadian whiskey and then, you know, the only good whiskey is from Ireland. So it was just, it was really just a bit, but he would really have no knowledge of Canada. <laughs> but whatever. That was what I noted being fun. Oh, and my favorite death scene, <laughs> death by lawnmower blade makeout. Remember when the guy was going after the girl and it was, and you got the breast scene. It was a scene where she took her top off. Yes. And then he went in to make out and to get his head in between her breasts. And then it, in actuality, it was lawnmower blades. I think it was a lawnmower up on its It side. was a lawnmower. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> the leprechaun was making him see her breasts and it was actually a lawnmower and it chopped his face off. Yeah, that was good. That was pretty inventive. Yeah. I like that one. That was a good death, I guess. Yeah. That was probably the, the highlight. Yeah, he was actually, he was the highlight of the whole movie. So I'm giving it two stars. Two stars, yep. I think that sounds about right. And then uh, when will you be cracking on with Leprechaun 3? This weekend, I am going to, come hell or high water, I'm going to get through okay. these. I don't know, I, four is going to be tricky too, just based on what you've mentioned. So Two passes, Jay. Just, right. I couldn't do it. <laughs> okay, so Leprechaun 2, don't rush out to see it, but if you got Amazon Prime and you're in Canada... Yep. If you have an hour and a half, you don't know what else to do. There's worse ways to spend time. Making out yeah. with lawnmower blades is one. <laughs> and that is one. <laughs> Definitely one. And on that note, I think it's time to wet our whistles for shot number one. I think that's a wonderful idea. All right. Shot number one, Jay, I'm going back. 
Jameson Cold Brew. We're getting dangerously low. This might be the last shot or two before it's time to re-up. What about you? I, what have you got? I am doing the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Bourbon. Beautiful. Cheers. Cheers. So uh, let me, if, if I may, uh, I want to give a shout out to a restaurant that <laughs> Linda and I visited last Friday. Uh, it's in Etobicoke on the lakeshore. It's called uh, Polcinella, P-U-L-C-I-N-E-L-L-A. I want everyone to be very clear on this. Yeah. Food is dynamite. Friend of the show, Chris Whitby, friend of ours. He works there. Uh, Linda and I went and had a fantastic feast. And this was the day before we transitioned into lean Halloween. So we kind of went all out. I will say the lobster ravioli, I'm still thinking about it. Really? It's that, yeah, it's that good. Yeah, it, and they have everything there. Like it's it's Italian. Everything you can think of under the Italian umbrella. You want pizzas. You want delicious fresh pasta. I mean, they even had oysters, which maybe is not necessarily Italian, but they were equally good. And uh, at the end of the meal, uh, Chris uh, bought me a shot of grappa mm. uh, to have as like a you know a digestif, and it was yeah. perfect way to end the meal. Even had some creme brulee. It was uh, it was quite a. We don't do this. We never like. I shouldn't say never almost never order dessert when we go out because we don't really we're not really dessert people but because mm -hmm. of the situation we thought why not nice, so but i can see that you enjoyed it so now you five stars five stars i'm giving it five stars you, you came back satiated full and yep. ready to go for lean halloween you woke up the next day now how has it been going you're a few days into lean halloween a few days in it's yes so far so good the real test will be tomorrow third and thursday uh, when Linda and I get back in the gym uh, and see whether, because we're taking in less calories, whether our workouts are going to be, you know, the same or maybe not as effective. I don't know. We'll have to see. That's about mm -hmm. the only thing that we haven't tested yet. But overall, it's been pretty good. A lot of uh, meat snacks, cheese snacks. What are you, what are you doing to get through the day? Yeah, a handful of cashews or, you know, like. Nuts are always a great thing to have around. Um, pistachios. I've become a big fan of mm. pistachios. Now, do you buy the shelled or the ones that still have the shells? I buy the ones that still have the shells. Okay. I like the, I, it, I eat less of them because you have to work for it. And I, it's yeah. very satisfying. Now I do get, I don't yep. just get like the unsalted, you know, I, I've tried a few of those and I don't love those. I like to get, there's this ones that have salt and pepper on it. Probably not the best for you, but when you know, carbs are, you know, low carbs is objective number one. You want a little taste in these snacks. Yep. And so I recommend salt and pepper pistachios. Wow. Now, do you get the ones that are red? No, they're not really red anymore, are they? They used to be pink. They used that to be red, yeah. Deal. They dyed them yeah. red. Oh, they did? Yeah, oh. it took me a while to figure that out, that these were not naturally red um, things. And in fact, although I saw a uh, I think it was like a, a special it was something. There was something about pistachios and I guess they dyed them pink because they were unpleasant. They were deemed kind of unpleasant to look at. And so they were dyed pink to cover they that. They are kind pink. of, they, they are an ugly nut. Like when you actually look inside the shell and you actually look at it, it is, it, it, yeah. it's not a good looking nut. I don't know that pink makes them better, but that was a big <laughs> deal, especially in the eighties. My parents always had pistachios around the house and I didn't like them or I didn't think I'd like them. So maybe it was, I think the pink was off putting to me. Yeah, now, they would stain your fingers too, right? Like, yeah, exactly. So you eat the pink ones? No, like I said, I, I haven't come across them, but I thought maybe yeah, they're in gone your now. neck of the woods, uh, you might have them. The annex. Yeah, we the annex, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
Well, there's an older demographic there. Yeah, I thought, got, you know. Yeah, that's right. We got pink pistachios and, uh, you know, those uh, chairlifts everywhere <laughs> to help us get around. I just, I just thought if, if of all the neighborhoods in the city, maybe. I'm wrong. But anyway. Yeah, those that's... pods from Cocoon. Those are showing up <laughs> in all of our swimming pools. I think you had something else. I do. I have a listener question. Okay, I have a wicked. We haven't had one of those in a while. No, Beautiful. it's true. Uh, it's from Carol Ann, friend of the show. She has asked uh, questions before. Her daughter asked us a question once. So the whole family's listening to the show. I love that. This question is uh, interesting. It's real simple. What is the most useless talent that you have? Useless talent? A useless talent. Do you have one? Mine is stretching it a bit. So I'll, I'll give you that ahead of time. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. If I had a talent, I certainly wouldn't think it was useless. Oh, if I were to have one, yeah, very. I feel like if I did have a talent, it would probably be not useless. I don't know. That's a good like. Question. What if it was it's like summoning one. hummingbirds by the thousands? I guess that would be useful if that was that's, it. Some people might say useless, but you. Would that sounds say, like witchcraft to witchcraft. me. Not not yeah. a talent. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> all right. And, uh, it, you're you're right. There is. We have to we have to create that that fence. We need to know the difference. I'll, I'll tell you mine while you think of yours. I attract crazies. You do. For sure. I attract them on the street. If somebody's a bit off and I'm walking down the street, I could peg it for, this has been my whole life. I can like, if, I, <laughs> if you see someone a bit off down the street, yeah. they'll come wandering over and talk to me at some point really? as I'm walking down. I prep for it. In fact, one time it actually worked out quite well for me. <laughs> I was very nervous and I was getting my uh, wisdom teeth taken out and I took the TTC to, cause I had to take a streetcar. It was on St. Clair West. I remember and I was very nervous and I went there by myself and a crazy kind of a crazy, you know, somebody that wasn't a hundred percent there, you know, in the early two thousands, we might've referred to them as crazy came and sat next to me on the streetcar, And we had a lovely conversation. I forget what it was about. And I wasn't really paying all that much attention. I was just, it got me out of my head. It got me from being uh, nervous about going because they talked to me the whole way there. Normally I like to just kind of, if I'm concerned about something, I just like to sit there and nobody talked to me. But they yeah. did. They got off like a stop before me. And I was like, oh, that was actually nice. That passed the time. That was the one huh. time I can think of. It was, and they were talking about crazy stuff, but I can't remember what. Um, yeah. But yeah, it'll be better always, that you don't remember. They'll find me out. They'll make eye contact on a subway platform, a busy subway platform across the other side of the platform. They will find me and they will start shouting at me. Somebody shouted at Aldo and I the other day, just yesterday some rhyme she did some rhyme about trudeau it started with justin trudeau and it ended with whore so okay um, yeah it was quick it was funny but she was across the street she went across the street and it was something about justin trudeau and whore and there was something in the middle but whore rhymed with something uh i don't know what so okay anyway, more will that come. is amazing the crazies will find me well, when you were talking about crazies finding you on a crowded subway platform, yeah. I got a, an image in my mind of the end of Crocodile Dundee. Do you remember that? Where he's trying to meet he's up with his girl. Over. He's yeah, crawling yeah, over yeah. people. And I feel like those are the crazy people trying to get to Jay. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, thanks for sharing. I don't have anything like that, unfortunately, to, uh, to impart. But that is a cautionary tale. What would you yeah. suggest to people so they don't get into the situation that you were in? Is there anything uh, that you know, we could do, we, to protect me ourselves. as a people, yeah. Um, don't be me. That's easy. Uh, I yep. got that covered for everyone. Yeah, thank welcome. you. I appreciate that. that. 
And maybe don't, you know what I think happens now because it's been happening for so long. I think when I spot a potential, you know, somebody that's going to be off, that's going to be talking to me. I think maybe I look too hard. Cause I'm like, this is the person this ah. is, uh, they're going. And then they catch the eye and then, then it's on. So I might be, you know, creating my own fate by this point. Ah, that's interesting. You don't want to look the crazies in the eye too long. Again, probably shouldn't be calling them all crazies. You know, you know, ones, what to, yeah. you know what we could say instead? Street involved. St- street involved. Street involved. Okay, street involved. Because we all know what that is. Yeah, street involved. Mostly. I mean, I'm not sure if you, you're like, street involved. What does that mean? I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, yes, you are. They'll come up to me every time. So if you're with me, maybe also watch out. If you're with me, I'm a good, I'm like a good uh, decoy. If you need to get away. Right. I'll chat with them for a while because they're going to. You're the bright me. light that the street involved moths get to. And the yeah, rest exactly. of us can just be standing there yeah. and say, well, let's just see how this unfolds. Should we go right? Uh, I think, can we get to one question first? Yeah, I got, one I got, more I got question. One more, in addition to the one we just enjoyed. Yeah, the one we just did, yeah. This one comes from executive producer, Linda LeBron. I think she came across it on Twitter. This was like a, a question that was raised. Apparently there's a, a bar in San Francisco a bar in San Francisco mm-hmm. where they don't have a drink menu, but you can order a drink by using only adjectives. It sounds weird, right? So what are yeah. three adjectives that you would use, Jay, for a drink at a bar when there is no menu? Okay. So we've got uh, now nouns are person, place, and thing, verbs, action words, and adjectives are describing words. Describing words. Exactly. Right. So as an example, Lovely. you could say, well, I was thinking more like fruity or... Uh, spicy or carbonated, something like that. Basically, okay. I just gave you my answer. Uh, spicy, but fruity, carbonated. I think so. I think if I if if I'm up against it, and this is the only way to communicate, and there is no menu. Yeah, I'm gonna go with um, with. Let's see, what what are some adjectives that will jump into my brain? I'm gonna go with um, sporty for a cocktail description. This is interesting. All yeah, right, sporty. Yeah. Okay, sporty. Something. This is amazing. Sporty. <laughs> okay luscious sporty luscious okay sporty luscious and uh fanciful <laughs> i can't wait to see what beverage you end up know. it's coming but yeah it's gonna there's <laughs> gonna be boxing gloves on it yeah <laughs> full full lips and uh like a wizard's Ooh, the wizard's wand. Came, wand yeah, yeah and then maybe cane, some but... a little gin in there too it's not bad at all. If only this was a real thing here in Toronto, that would be a cool bar for us to go to for a one-off cocktail. Because if you just ordered, if you just used exactly these words in order, yeah. I would love to find out what it is that they would present you with. Maybe it's exactly what you just described. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> and on that note, I think we should move into shot number two because we have a lot to get through tonight, Jay. I'm going back to the Woodford Reserve for shot number two. And I'm going straight back to Jameson Cold Brew. Cheers. Cheers. Here's another one from executive producer Linda LeBrun. Uh, First, Jay, I'm going to ask you to cast your mind back to middle school. Okay. Are you there? I'm wait. I'm there. You're there. Okay. Okay. So when you're- Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) You're not quite there yet. I was in high school. I'm going yeah. now I'm there. Grade six, six to eight. There okay. I am there. When your homeroom teacher wheels out the television on the rack with the VCR attached. Yeah. What are we watching in class? 
we're probably watching a health video of some type. That's 99% of what we're watching. Yeah. Our changing bodies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's probably one. Yeah, that's probably one or something about volcanoes. How about you? Yeah. What are you watching on the VCR I, strap? I, I was always hoping for like an episode of the A-Team or something. We never got mm -hmm. that. We uh, One time we did watch Batman, though. The 1989 Batman with Michael Keaton. Uh, I don't remember That's what nice. the educational uh, value was or what the thrust was behind it. I think it was just a popular movie at the time. And and yeah. uh, they happened to have the video taped. So we watched Batman in class one time. Yeah, I saw, that's where I saw Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. My first Star Trek movie was in like a grade five class. I remember it was a rain day. Wow. In, yeah, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. That's a good one. Yeah, that was a good, so it was Batman. Yeah, definitely. Now, did that, that was your first foray into Star Trek. Did that then ignite your interest and you went back and watched some others or how did that? I sure did. I think it was probably the newest one at the time. Uh, obviously there's only one, one other one i guess to watch yeah the original i remember at some point that was on tv and i watched it and that's, yeah, that's disappointing it is it's a really tough slog i think they tried to do like a stanley kubrick uh 2001 but they just kind of fell short yeah i will say while we're talking about it the first the motion picture if you watch the first like hour of it when they're introducing the characters it's actually pretty good and you watch it through the lens of it's very specific how you have to watch this movie. It's only the first hour. And you watch it through the lens of somebody that enjoyed the show in the 60s. Yes. Now it hasn't been on for 10 years. And you're seeing your favorite characters coming back. So it's a bit of a reunion thing. So you have to watch it through that very specific lens and then still shut it off after about an hour when like probably Dr. McCoy gets on board. Yeah. You want that off at that point. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Now they are uh, remastering and reissuing the motion picture in 4K. I don't know whether there's going to be any additional footage because they released a director's cut on DVD. And yeah, I mean, I don't really think it made it much better. They, there were some uh, effects shots that were cleaned up. Like when Spock is, when they we first see Spock and he's back on Vulcan, the mm -hmm. original movie, it looked like he was just, you know, in somebody's garage with like one light above his head, <laughs> yeah, right? But right. now you actually have some scenery and you see statues yeah. and stuff like that. So that was kind of neat, but uh, yeah, I don't know what they can do to fix the pacing. I think that's the biggest well, that's issue. Tough. Is, yeah. Yeah. It's just a, it's a tough slog, but thank goodness uh, Ratha Khan came out. Cause if not, then that was, that would have been the end of it probably. Yeah. We talked about that in our sequels and, re and reboots. Uh, yeah. Spinoff that's show, right. That, that was one of the, my, for me, one of the most important sequels that got made. Cause I think that that made the franchise. It did. Without it, there is, you know, there isn't everything that we've enjoyed up to this point. Good question. Pretty true. It yeah. Went, we, we, we started to go in one way on that question from middle school, right through to Star Trek. All roads yeah. lead to Star Trek. <laughs> Even if they began with our changing bodies. Yeah. Live long and prosper. Well, I think that's our show for this evening. Uh, thank you so much for what hanging out. Jay, it's always great to see you. Listeners, thank you so much for your patronage. We appreciate it. We, we love being with you each and every week. Jay, I'll see you next week. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.